Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. All right, welcome. Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Tuesday, the 7th of March. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast. However you're listening to us, I love you a long time. I appreciate all your support. You can tweet at me, at Zaslow Show. You can get to me on Instagram, where I'm an influencer as well, at Zaslow J. Love having you guys with us here to start your Tuesday, or, you know, whenever you listen to me, maybe it's the afternoon, maybe it's the evening. I don't know. I don't know what you got going on in your life. But however you listen, to make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. We got a fun show planned today. We're going to talk to NFL Super Agent David Cantor. We're going to take a little behind-the-scenes look at what's going on. Today's a big news day as far as 
Franchise tags, Lamar Jackson obviously is the center of attention. So we're going to get David Cantor on. He is always can't miss. I'm sure he's going to have a lot of strong opinions. Now, of course, everything Zaslow Show 2.0 is always presented by our title sponsor. None of this is possible without Anna Jar and Levine. Anna Jar and Levine, accident attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. If you've been involved in an accident, first you call 911, then you get an attorney on the phone right away. You call Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. They will take care of you. Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, major supporters of this show. So I got to make sure if you need some help out there because you've been in an accident, they're going to support you as well. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Let's start with the Miami Heat. Come on now. Last night, very difficult to beat a team back-to-back games. That's what the Heat were faced with last night against the Atlanta Hawks. And the Heat, are get, they're getting a much better effort this time from Trey Young. You were I, I was figuring, hey... The Hawks have been here for several days. You may have South Beach flu going on. That's not what it looked like last night. The Hawks came out, made like 14 of their first 16 shots. They're smoking the Heat early on in this game. Another game where the Heat give up either 70 or close to 70 by halftime. I think they gave up 68 last night. But at least they were back in the game by halftime. I think it was 68-63 at halftime. No Kevin Love last night. So you had Max Struess who got the start. And you got, look, the story of the game, and you know the way Spo likes to do this. You figure, okay, Caleb Martin will be back <coughs> with the starting group. No! He wants to keep the rotation as close to normal as possible. And that means, hey, Caleb Martin's going to come off the bench. I dig it. So Caleb Martin still came off the bench. He had Max Drew starting, and the bench last night was the story. Obviously, you got a huge game from Jimmy Butler, but you look at the Heat bench last night, we're talking a combined... 59 from the bench, led by 22 from Victor Oladipo, who, oh, yo, if I didn't know better, Victor Oladipo had a great game. You also had 21 from Caleb Martin. You had Duncan Robinson with 49, uh, excuse me, with 14, 49. Duncan, that'd be amazing if Duncan Robinson had 49. Robinson, they dusted him off. He had 14 last night. And that was to go along with Jimmy du- Jimmy Jimmy Butler's 26 points, 9 rebounds, and 9 assists. The Heat really played a, an excellent offensive game. The Hawks aren't any good. But the key last night, you get that win last night, and now you manage to put yourself up a couple games in the loss column over the Hawks. That's important because it's looking more and more like the Heat are going to be in the play-in. They're three back in the loss column of Brooklyn. Major wasted opportunity when they lost that game to Brooklyn a couple weeks ago. But you want to stay in that 7th spot. If you're in the 7th spot, or the 8th spot too for that matter, if you're in the 7th spot, you have two chances to win one game. And if you're in the 7th spot, you have two chances to win one game with both of them being at home. So, being that 7 team, that 7 seed, very important. And now the Heat are 2 up in the loss column of Atlanta, three up on Toronto and Washington. So that's what you're looking at right now. Really fun game last night. Came right down to the wire again. You needed the Heat to make big shots all throughout the game, which they did. The Heat was their best shooting effort of the season. What Miami hit? 16 total threes, I think it was last night. Let me see for the sake of uh, accuracy purposes. Yes, 16 at 29. But the, the part that I think brought us all off our feet 
what was it, late third quarter, Victor Oladipo having himself a game. Yo, he got up after this one. Hunter turns it over. Bam with the steal off the Martin Pokejack. Robinson for Oladipo. He jumped right out of the building. Eight points in the quarter for Victor Oladipo. A 20-point game for Victor. And the Heat with their largest lead thanks to six straight points. Oh, Duncan puts this one out there on a silver platter. And Victor Oladipo finished it well. Catch and crush right there. Heat by four. Excellent pass, too, by the way, by Duncan Robinson. That's not an easy pass to make, but Vic got up there. He threw it down. He hung on the rim. I thought that was the coolest part of the game. I mean, I, I yelped so good. Whoa! Like, I, on Zazzle family room couch, I was way into it last night. Really fun game. Here was Oladipo after the game talking about getting up after that one. Um, honestly, I just, I've just i been trying to catch a live all year, to be honest with you. Uh, but no, all seriousness, uh, it worked out great. Uh, got on a break. Um, um, big shout out to Duncan, man. That was a great pass by him. And um, yeah. Went up and finished it, so uh, felt good. Vic, the percent your percentages have obviously kind of been up and down this year, but with your wrist shot, especially from three, has this been one of the uh, the kind of a case where the shot has felt better than it looks as far as the results? Um, I mean, I'm just going to keep shooting. I'm not really going to think about all that. I, don't, I really don't know. You know, I'm, I'm not really concerned about you know the past and what the year has been and the up and downs I'm just gonna hoop um, like I know I can so um, um, you know obviously you know my road has is, is been different and you know um, things have been different this situation is different but um, I'm just gonna continue to keep making the most of it and just being aggressive happy for Victor Oladipo if I know better if I know better Oladipo had a great game last night so Victor Oladipo leading the way off the bench with 22. Jimmy Butler 26-9-9. and And the Heat now, they got two more games on this homestand. Next up, it's Wednesday and Friday, Cleveland Cavaliers. Very, very, and, and we'll get to the Cavs. Huge win for the Cavs last night. But the Heat have Cleveland Wednesday and Friday as this very, <coughs> excuse me, very difficult homestand continues. But a game last night the Heat absolutely had to have. I think you feel pretty good about it. Uh, yesterday, the NBA... They rescinded Giannis Antetokounmpo's triple-double. We know what happened the night before. Clock's running out against Washington. He decides to stand under his own basket. Just kind of, you know, he gently taps it off the backboard, gets his own rebound, and that's his 10th rebound of the game. They give him the triple-double. The NBA rescinded it, which is the right move. It's the right move for a couple reasons. Number one, I was really surprised Giannis did that. Giannis doesn't want triple-doubles like that. You know, when Giannis' career is over, he has X amount of triple-doubles, he's always going to remember in his head, yeah, but that one was bullshit. He's always going to remember. The NBA rescinded it (coughs) yesterday because it's bullshit. And you know what else? The scorekeeper, and it wasn't a home scorekeeper. The game was in Washington. The scorekeeper, how about you do a little bit of a better job? That's not a rebound. That's not a shot, and that's exactly what the NBA said. In order for a rebound to count as a rebound, an, a, a, an attempt to make a shot needs to take place. Otherwise, he could have stood there, chucked the ball up the backboard 10 straight times in a row. Now he's got 10 rebounds. No, 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 no. There was no attempt. 
to actually score the basketball there. That's not a rebound. Excellent job by the NBA rescinding it. I was surprised Giannis did it anyway. That's the right call. The big news around the NBA, though, still continues to be Ja Morant. And as of right now, as we're recording this right now, the NBA is still investigating everything, I, I guess. I haven't heard from the softest commissioner in professional sports. Where's Adam Silver? The players run this league. You got a player who's now been running around, uh, causing all. he's beating up 17-year-old kids. He's going to the mall, but uh, potentially his crew beat up a security guard. He's got his crew getting banned from the arena in Indiana because they're causing trouble near the court. And then after the game, we're talking laser guns with the traveling part of the Indiana Pacers. And now, after all this commotion around him, he's so tone-deaf, John Morant, that he turns on the Instagram Live and says, you know what I'm going to do here at the club? I'm going to show everybody my gun, which he may or may not have carried with him on the team plane, which is not only going to get him in trouble with the federal law, but it's going state to state, but it's going to get him banned from the league for a long time if he brought that gun on the team plane with him. That's going to be a major tr- major problem. Can the commissioner of the NBA, can the softest commissioner in sports say something? Or is he so afraid of his players? I mean, I come from an era where it was David Stern, who, make no mistake about it, was in charge of the NBA. This is a disgrace. Where's Adam Silver? Can you say something? Or are we so afraid of the players in this league? We're so afraid of the player empowerment that we're not going to say anything about what's going on with John Morant. So we don't have any new news there as far as John Morant goes. But I got to tell you, I, I, I keep hearing, and we talked about it yesterday with our pal Raja Bell, and I keep hearing, you know, how Ja, how ja you know, he's going to go get help. He's away from the team now. It's indefinite. I don't know that he's going to be back this year. I, I think the NBA is going to have to come down hard on him. I don't know what they're waiting for. But I think the NBA is going to have to come down hard on him. He's going to be gone for a very, very long time if they find out he had that gun on the team played with him. A very long time. But this kid's out of control. And I hate the he's 23 stuff. He's an adult. At 23 years old, and you're surrounded by this controversy, you're out of control. You're so tone deaf if then your next move is to go on IG with a gun. I don't have sympathy for people in his position behaving this way and you're not going to get sympathy from the public either when ah, he's 23 years old he's got all eyes on him he's about to get paid 200 some odd million dollars he's super famous he's living the lap of luxury and it's super stressful he's very stressed out so he needs his guns you're not going to get any sympathy because most of us out here don't have any of those things that were just mentioned with John Morant, and they're not going around flashing guns and beating up 17-year-olds. You're not going to get sympathy from the public. And I'm sorry. I, 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 guess, I guess I'm not empathetic to the stresses of being John Morant. This is someone who's choosing to be out of control. And... Choosing to be out of control while in, w- w- with guns involved. And in this country's current climate, this is what we're doing. And by the way, has anyone asked LeBron? LeBron cares about gun control. He made that clear a few days ago. Has anyone asked LeBron about it? LeBron gets very upset if you don't ask him about Jerry Jones being in a picture back in Arkansas in the 1950s. LeBron chastised the media about not asking about that. 
Well, LeBron cares about gun control. Somebody asked LeBron about, Le- LeBron about John Morant and the guns. Or is that out of bounds? Oh, okay. Okay. Can't wait to get chastised. Can't wait for the media to get chastised again by LeBron. Looking forward to that. Talk about hypocrisy. So, nothing new right now on Ja, but I, I already told you my stance on it. I'm out of the Ja Morant business if I'm the Memphis Grizzlies. And the idea that if you think these four incidents, beating up the 17-year-old, flashing a gun at him, the incident with his crew at the Pacers game with the Pacers traveling party, incident at the mall with the security, and we got guns with us, and now this here on the Instagram Live, bringing guns potentially across state borders, maybe on the team plane, and flashing the guns on Instagram Live amidst all of this. If you think these are the only four times that this has happened, that he's been involved in these kind of incidents, and he's been caught all four times, wow, this is the unluckiest kid ever. If you believe that, listen, you're an idiot. How many times do we actually believe that John Morant is behaving this way involving guns? It's got to be a lot more. We only know about these four. I don't know that John Morant's going to be back in the NBA for a long time. At least not this season. And it's such a bad look. Like, if we want to talk about basketball-wise, the Memphis Grizzlies, they're the chattiest team in the league. So much talking. And they've completely imploded for the stupidest shit. It's such a bad look for the Memphis Grizzlies. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So nothing new as far as Ja goes, but you know where I stand now. Told you yesterday as well. I don't have sympathy for stupidity. I got sympathy for someone who has problems, but I don't believe that's the case here. I don't believe that's what's going on here. This is someone who's acting a fool, and I think it's insulting to people who do deal, who do have mental health issues, that now he is using that crutch to go away and get some help. Nah, I don't buy it. I'm not sympathetic toward this situation for John Morant. I don't have sympathy for stupid. I think that's the easiest way to put it. I don't have sympathy for stupid. The Panthers tonight have Vegas. This is a very, very big spot for the Panthers because the Vegas Knights, now I'm not going to the game. I'm not trying to go to the game either. My younger son, Jordan, he's got basketball practice I told you, I got, I got that going on. Look, priorities, all right? So we got that, and then I'm going to come home and I'm going to watch the Panthers. But the Panthers have a very, very tough game on their hands tonight. Last night, by the way, was a good night for the Panthers because 
Capitals, Senators, and Sabres all lost. They all lost outright. They did not go to overtime. So the Panthers, they're tied in the standings right now with Buffalo, with Ottawa, with Washington, and they all lost last night. So they lost one of their games in hand and didn't gain any points. So the Panthers, it's a four-way tie with 68 points, three points back of number two wildcard team Pittsburgh, four points back of number one wildcard team the Islanders. The Panthers have a game in hand on the Islanders. The Penguins have two games in hand on the Panthers. Huge win by the Panthers over the Penguins over the weekend. Everybody knows that. Tonight, though, the Panthers have the Vegas Knights, who are the best team in the Western Conference. The Knights, 82 points. They're tied with the LA Kings atop the Pacific Division, also atop the entire Western Conference. So this is a huge game for the Panthers. So you got the Panthers tonight. You also got WWE NXT. Uh, Look, I'm going to be all dialed in on the Panthers. I'll watch NXT afterward. Matter of fact, I haven't even finished watching my stories from last night. Monday Night Raw, I keep seeing stuff flash across the internet uh, off of Twitter. Huge Monday Night Raw last night. I know at the end of the show. Oh, Jay Uso. Sami Zayn acknowledges Jay. Jay returns last night, and he stabs him in the back. He chooses family. He chooses the bloodline. Jay, he turned on Sami, and then they beat the shit out of him. So clearly we're headed toward KO eventually forgiving Sami. I know he didn't forgive him last night. Sami tried. Eventually forgiving Sami, and they're going to take on the Usos, presumably, at WrestleMania 39 next month. And you would hope that they're going to take the belts off the bloodline. That's where we're at right now. Oh, well, the bloodline. Oh, my God, what a story. So, I can't wait this afternoon. I'll catch up on my stories from last night. I watched probably the first hour of Monday Night Raw. And then I got very busy last night. I have to tell you, I also got tired. I got to be perfectly honest with you. I got tired. All right, so like I said... Today's a big news day, though, for the NFL. Franchise tags, Lamar Jackson. Yesterday, Derek Carr, big money. Geno Smith, big money. What's going on, Aaron Rodgers? All right, so we're going to talk in a moment here to NFL super agent David Cantor. Love when he's on the show. Always super strong opinions from him. All guests on Zaslow Show 2.0, you know, are brought to us by our beer of choice. That is Johnny Cuba. That's right, official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. Start your evening with a refreshing German lager in a can. Pick up a six-pack right now. Your local Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco, Imaz, Broward Meat and Fish. I was out there last weekend, grand opening in Margate. I was out there with Johnny Cuba. We were giving away all kinds of hot sauce. Yeah, Johnny Cuba picante sauce made with the finest Jamaican peppers. You know what I'm talking about. Hey, remember to always drink responsibly and don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra. Stay tranquilo. Love having NFL agent David Cantor on the show. I think today is a good day to check in with him. We haven't spoken to him in a little while. Today uh, is going to be one way or the other. It's going to be a big news day in the NFL. David, glad to have you aboard as always. I'm right about that, right? Like today, franchise tags, today is a big news day in the NFL, right? Yeah, it is. It is. We're actually uh, waiting on potential news regarding our kicker, Matt Gay, from the L.A. Rams. Been almost no communication with me and the organization, even including up and through the season. Uh, We talked last August, and obviously today is the franchise tag deadline. Uh, I still expect something kind of, last second from them but boy does it look like they're uh they're clearing out the cap space the cupboards 
the old clothes, the socks, and they're donating to the goodwill, um, <laughs> which everybody should do, but usually football teams should. They know which players are going to be available, which players are obviously not going to be available via tag. They start looking at their own roster, who they can re-sign, which they've been doing already, but now that they've not tagged one but not the other, which would be the Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley situation. I expect Daniel to get tagged as well today, uh, which means Saquon Barkley to potentially the first, you know, big top 10 running back to hit the market in a, in a long time in a draft where there are unbelievable depth at the running back position and unbelievable amount of good veterans on the street. Uh, and so you don't necessarily see the huge deals getting done for that position this year. Uh, but Saquon's a huge talent, and I expect somebody will pay him. So what happens, you know, in a situation like that, any of those names that you mentioned there, or even your guy, Matt Gay, like, what do you, like, how often are you checking in with these guys? You're trying to calm them down. You know, I'm sure it's very difficult for them to be patient. Like what's going on behind the scenes with agents and their clients on a day like today? Yeah. I mean, the franchise tag is a terrible mechanism, right? It, it's something that should be banned. It's something that should be eliminated. The NFLPA doesn't particularly care significantly about it because it only affects 10 to 15, maybe 20 guys a year. And so it's not the masses, which they have to obviously work on behalf of. I, I've represented almost 10 guys in my career that have gotten the franchise tag, you know, going all the way back into the 90s and Stephen Davis, the running back. And so it is certainly a, a defensive mechanism for the organizations to hold on to their best players. It was invented because there were guys like Dan Marino and Jim Kelly that organizations didn't want to lose. And so they created it, but obviously now it's trickled down to like a potentially a kicker, right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of crazy that you can't get a deal done with a kicker. Um, although they're not negotiating with us right now. So there's no way to get a deal done. It takes two to tango, as you know, but for some guys like a Paul Solei, when he got franchise tagged for the Miami dolphins and even Demarcus Lawrence with Dallas Cowboys, it was a good thing because it sort of set an artificial floor for where we were going to go in our negotiations. You remember Olivier Vernon mm -hmm. a few years ago, my guy as well, got what's called the transition tag. And then eventually the Dolphins took the tag off, leading him to get a record-setting deal with the New York Giants in sort of the, the dream scenario for agents, which is a full-on auction for their player. Most fans and, and even a lot of the media don't really understand that you're not negotiating with 12, 15, 18 teams in free agency. That's the dream scenario, right? Mm -hmm. But there's always going to be certain teams that price your players tremendously lower than where the market might be. There's teams that might be right at where you think or you believe or you see the market will be. And then you're hoping for one or two or maybe even three teams that will be sort of at the top of your market, veteran middle class. And it's now the halves, which is the quarterbacks, the cornerbacks, one defensive end, you know, maybe a D tackle, uh, maybe one or two wide receivers and tight ends. And the rest of the market is gutted because teams want to get cheaper and younger, and they want to either flip out that quarterback and get a cheaper, younger, draftable quarterback that allows you to build around them, or they want a quarterback that's still under his rookie deal that allows you to pay other players. David, can you – He's obviously not your guy, Lamar Jackson, but can you tell us, who aren't as well-versed, what the options are today with the Ravens and Lamar Jackson 
and what it means for him, depending on which tag they give him. Lamar's a very, arguably the most unique player in pro football history in that he, he's not represented. So if there's a trade that's being done where a team would, you know, hey, sign the franchise tag because you can't trade players that aren't under contract and we're going to immediately trade you to the Atlanta Falcons, which is the most rumored team coming out of Indianapolis yesterday. I just got back yesterday. Um, and we're, we have a deal done with the Falcons. They're going to then work out a contract with you. He doesn't have that intermediary that's negotiating with the Falcons to make sure that it's within the range and the parameters that he wants. Now, the Ravens certainly know where he wants to be, right? They've been negotiating for him, with him for over a year. Clearly, they are not getting there or they are not going there, barring something shocking today to keep him from getting the franchise tag. So then you would tag him with the idea that you're either going to force him to play under one-year deal, which I would be highly shocked if he ever steps on a football field under the franchise tag, because as my friend Eugene Dorfman, the king of insurance in the NFL, pointed out very succinctly, there is no insurance company in the world willing to guarantee him for the tremendous potential loss of value should he suffer a career-ending insurance. So it's not like a normal player where you go, well, he's $20 million a year. We can get insurance for 20 or $40 million. You're looking at potentially insuring $200 million in future earnings if Lamar was to ever suffer a career-ending injury. So it's a much more unique situation than the average NFL player. And then you have the, the value drop, right, which is he's been hurt two years in a row. He's missed 30% of the games in the NFL. So are there really teams that are willing to pay him 50-55 and fully for skill, injury, and cap, whether or not he's on the field? I, I believe there are, by the way. Um, I believe we're in a quarterback desperate league. I believe there's enough owner on a guy we're going to sell out our season tickets. We're going to sell tons of more jerseys. We're going to build brand equity in our team and our sport. And our recognition is going to go off the charts. And now we're going to get national TV primetime games. And that's where the real equity and value of owning a franchise is. But it is the most unique situation I can remember uh, ever in the history of pro football. When, when people are critical, David, when people are critical of Lamar Jackson for not having an agent, your thoughts are what? Uh, it's a great question. <laughs> That's a loaded question, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I certainly think that the situation can potentially go much smoother in a high-profile situation like that if he had proper representation. I think that he's taken very many arrows in the public. Doesn't seem to care, but I don't know the young man very well that he has taken a lot of shots from a lot of unintellectual people who sit behind a microphone and believe that they can spout off whatever they want without any knowledge of the situation. But at the same time, he clearly feels like it's in his best interest to not operate under the norms of typical professional football players in America. He's probably going to be right. He's probably going to get paid. 
probably going to get paid a ton of money, and he's probably going to have, have done it on his terms. With that said, he's a very, 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 very unique player in our sport, right? He entered the league as a first-round pick. He's won the MVP. He's clearly been the best player in that team and that organization for a long time. He plays in a conference that had a team desperately pay Deshaun Watson $200-plus million, fully guaranteed, coming off of a year of, of tremendous negativity. And so his mindset is very accurate that he deserves or he wants more at least, and he's willing to do what it takes to get it. And I love I love any player that's willing to say they believe in it. It goes forms of business and how players operate. David, what's your best guess of what winds up happening with Aaron Rodgers? Oh, my gosh. I, I don't even want to speculate. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows what goes on in that brain of that guy? I, you know what? He, he is, in, in all sincerity, sincerity, he is one of the rare players that I literally do not give one. I don't retires. I don't want to listen to him. I don't want to see him. I'm not interested. I hate the fact that every offseason, the NFL, and specifically the fan base of his organization, is held hostage by his whims and wants. Yeah. It, it's very divisive to me. It's a negative situation that really makes makes me distasteful uh, for how it's all gone down. I have no idea if his even own representation knows what he's going to do or wants to do or will do. Um, you know, I keep seeing that the Jets are going to trade for him. That, that That's like some kind of speculation. Those are people who clearly don't understand the salary cap uh, and the machinations of the contract extension he did last year. I got the vibe from from the Green Bay organization that they wouldn't be upset if it was all over with. Yeah, yeah. The, the would part you, that's, would the you part, be upset? Well, no. Would the, you be upset if he retired? No, no. And the part that's weird to me is like it was only a year ago where Aaron Rodgers was all, "I want to be involved in more and decision making processes and that and this and that." And now it's all right. Like he goes away on a darkness retreat for a week. He's nowhere to be found, and now it's just. I'll make a decision soon. Like, hey, you're kind of full of shit, you know? He always has been, and he always will be to me. I got I got nothing positive to say about uh, that. the way he's handled his career the last four to six years there. It's been a hostage crisis every year, and, 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 it, and it's one thing to hold the team hostage to get as much money as you can get, but then he got it, and he's doing it again. So what else? I mean – do you really have to be the center of attention all the time, every single offseason? So, you know, to me, it's pretty distasteful. To me, it's very immature, short-sighted, continued in that organization, that city, an illustrious franchise. And and now that Brett Favre is, you know, criminal Brett Favre or uh, alleged criminal Brett Favre, <laughs> right. you know, he could have been a Bart Starr-type icon for the franchise forever and always and i think happen is you know it'll play out however it'll play out but the distaste will remain and linger for a long long time with that franchise and that fan base david do we do we believe chris greer and the dolphins when they say that they're 100 percent dedicated to tua or is uh time going to tell over the next couple months you know obviously this is a local show and everything i say about the Dolphins, Cannon will be used against me. So uh, I'll be politically correct in, in changing your 
question because you're asking if we should believe Chris Gruber. He's the general manager of the team. He knows better than anybody what the plan is and what they're going to do. If I was in the Dolphins situation, and I'm going to answer it this way, mm-hmm. I would be looking under every stone, nook, and cranny. I would be calling 12, and I think that they are. I think that they will. I think that there's still some some desire on Tom Brady's part to maybe come here and play with a Tyreek and a, and a, and a Jalen Waddle um, and, and a brain like Mike's. Uh, I don't know what it would take to get Tom Brady here. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Don't put that as the headline, please. Miami Herald and Sun Sentinel and everyone else. <laughs> but I certainly would explore it because you you played half the season without your starting quarterback. He's in a contract year. He has switched agents. And all of those things lead me to believe that he's expecting to be paid as a top-tier quarterback. But the concussion is the one injury you cannot predict and you cannot prevent. And therefore, I would be doing everything in my power to either look for his replacement, look for his eventual replacement, or consider replacing him immediately. Make him a backup so he doesn't get concussions. I don't know. Again, I'm not saying that I don't like Tua. Please, again, let's be clear. I'm not saying that Chris Greer's lying. Please, again. But I'm saying that the concussion, as a fan and as an agent, scares the living daylights out of me. And he's in a position where, let's be clear, 17 weeks next year, Every single game, every single snap, every single hit, yep. we're all oohing and on and walking on eggshells about his health. I'm nervous for the young man, to be frankly honest, more than anything. Seems like a great kid. I hope he's cleared and 100% healthy, and he never has another concussion again, and he goes on into the ring of fame next to Dan Marino and wins a bunch of Super Bowls for the Dolphins. That's the truth. But at the same time, I owe it to the organization, the fans, and the players of the team to make sure I'm protecting downside which is I might be without my starter, potentially franchise quarterback in Tua with one more hit. Finally here, David, it's not your sport, but uh, I, I do I do want to get some maybe uh, behind-the-scenes perspective here on what's going on. Uh, you see it in the headlines, John Morant, the guns, Memphis Grizzlies. He's away from the team, don't know when he's going to be back. What's going on behind the scenes there between agents, publicists, manager it's obviously a disaster you know this is so weird and I, I, i'm gonna be politically correct again which i rarely am, am i was at the nfl combine in between six and 16 meetings with teams per day since wednesday the story broke i don't remember when it was but we were hosting five gms at a dinner uh, and drinking wine and tequila and, and doing what we do and talking and, and you know, working out deals, and just hanging out. And I, I really don't know what he did. I think he, like, showed a gun or he flashed a gun on Instagram or something. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah, yeah, on IG early Sunday morning at a club, IG Live flashing a gun uh, amidst all the controversial stuff. Uh, you know, there was a story in the Washington Post last week about these other incidents okay, so, over the months he's been involved in. So I think the thing with John Moran, and I apologize for the technical difficulties, is as an organization, you're trying to wrap your arms around him and be cognizant of the public image of protecting someone who clearly might be going through some real mental health stuff, which is obvious, right? At the same time, 
behind closed doors, I would imagine ownership is meeting with the front office about eventually moving on and moving away from him because it seems like a situation that is a ticking time bomb. And then as his agent and his management team and his friends and his family, you're, you're really trying to help the human. I hope at least I know I would be, um, and get them the help that they need. And maybe they don't come full circle. Maybe this is instance number 65 and they've helped them 64 times and it just won't click in. But when you lose your job and you can't play the sport that you love, which I imagine he loves and he's really good at, you hope that the threat of losing your livelihood is enough to make you understand that you need to get some help, whether it be talking with professionals or even medication, right? He, he might need to be medicated. Um, and then the NBA, I would imagine, cares. They have a thing called NBA cares, right? Yep. You would hope that the NBA is getting involved from a league level and helping him and the team and the organization. It's a difficult, very, very, very tight rope, like the like tight rope when I say it's like dental floss tight rope, that they're walking here. And it's clearly a troubling situation. It's been at the forefront of everyone in America talking about for the last 36 to 72 hours. Uh, I have not been privy to really paying any attention to it. To me, it's like Aaron Rodgers. I don't care. It's out of sight, out of mind. Um, but I do hope the young man gets help, and, and it seems like he's a great basketball player, and I, I hope he comes back and helps his team win games and gets healthy mentally. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a good perspective. Uh, today's a big news day, like I said, as far as the NFL goes, potentially a big news day. Always love having you on and helping us get a behind-the-scenes look, David. Uh, maybe we'll do it again once we get a little bit closer to the draft. I'm sure you'll be very busy there as well, yeah? You got it. Love to do it anytime. Thank you, David, very much. I appreciate Thank it, you. man. Thanks. Hey, guys, let me tell you about our newest sponsor, Broward Meat and Fish. That's right. If you love good food, stop what you're doing right now. Listen to your boy. We all want the best quality when we're prepping for our next meal. Broward Meat and Fish, your one-stop shot, not just for fresh meat and seafood, produce, a whole selection, a complete selection of groceries, frozen foods, freshly prepared hot food, deli meats. They'll make you a boar's head sub, wine, cheeses, so much more. That's right. Last weekend, I was at the Broward Meat and Fish grand opening at their Margate location. I was there with Johnny Cuba giving away all kinds of good stuff. I had no idea this was such a massive supermarket, Broward Meat and Fish. The best selection of meats and fish I have ever seen. Place was slammed. And we're talking the best deals around. Broward Meat and Fish. I can get everything I need. Plus, the butchers, the fishmongers at their full-service meat and seafood counters, they're going to prepare your selection exactly how you want it. You're going to get the perfect cut, the freshest flavor and quality. And here's also what I love about Broward Meat and Fish. They've specialized in serving the Caribbean and Latin community here in South Florida for almost 30 years. Years. Broward Meat and Fish offers all the products that remind all of us where we've come from. The shelves are stocked with international brands from Jamaica, Haiti, Mexico, Brazil, Colombia, Argentina, Peru. You're getting the flavor you love at Broward Meat and Fish. Go to BrowardMeatAndFish.com. Find the location nearest you, including the brand new location in Margate. Again, BrowardMeatAndFish.com. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. 
That's right. All the big stories that we haven't been able to get to yet on today's show, we make sure we include by the time we wrap things up. Big deal or not a big deal. So last night, the Boston Celtics, they continue to slide. A 118-114 loss in Cleveland. The game was tied with eight-tenths of a second left in regulation when Grant Williams was fouled at the rim. Donovan Mitchell walks by him doing the trash talk. You know how it goes. Don't miss. You better not miss. And Grant Williams says, you could see. You could see clear as day. He goes, I'm going to make both. Grant Williams goes on to miss both. He needed just to make one. He misses both. Game goes to overtime. Cavs win 118-114. And now the Celtics are a full, are two games back technically, but three back in the loss column of Milwaukee with just 16 games to play. The Celtics, after spending the whole year first place, are not going to be first place in the Eastern Conference by the time the regular season ends. That's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. Scotty Barnes last night. That's right. The Toronto Raptors, they lost to the Nuggets. 118, excuse me, 113. It was a 113-112 Raptors lead with 30 seconds left when you had Aaron Gordon fouled. He's going to go to the free throw line for Denver. And Scotty Barnes was called for his second technical foul of the game. He was ejected by referee Scott Foster. Give it a listen. Murray. Under to Gordon. Gordon. And a foul. And Scotty Barnes, the culprit, I believe. What a dart of a pass from Jamal Murray. No, it's not on Barnes. Oh, we got a, we got a technical foul, and they just threw someone out of the game. And Nick Nurse, Scotty Barnes just got tossed. And he doesn't know why. We're going to have to sort this out. They call the foul on Pirtle, his third, and they just kicked Barnes out of the game. So Murray will head to the free throw line. Barnes must have said the magic word or two. So think about the situation there. It's a one-point game. So after you get the technical free throw there after Barnes was ejected, they convert... Gordon makes a couple free throws. Before you know it, it's a 118-113 Nuggets win. Obviously, the Raptors were upset. Think about it. You got under 30 seconds left. Excuse me. And you have a player who picks up a technical foul in a one-point game. That never happens. But here's the thing. It's easy to blame the official in that spot. Crew Chief Scott Foster, longtime veteran official, said, told the pool reporter after the game that the integrity of the game was questioned by Scotty Barnes. Look. Scott Foster's been around forever. If he's throwing a player out with 30 seconds remaining in a one-point game, I feel like you kind of got to give the benefit of the doubt there. That something bad was said, like, hey, you guys cheating. Something like that. Yeah, you're going to get thrown out. So I don't have any problem with what happened. I think you got to give the official the benefit of the doubt in that spot. That's not a big deal to me, Scotty Barnes getting ejected late in that loss. I think he probably said something that was completely inappropriate. Big deal or not a big deal? Calvin Ridley. He's a wide receiver in the NFL. He was suspended for all of last season from the Atlanta Falcons for gambling on games the year before. Now, granted, he was gambling on Falcon games to win, but still, 
when the sports leagues are so entrenched in the gambling nowadays, there's so much money involved, you can't have any kind of gambling in your league involving the players. I got no problem with Calvin Ridley being suspended the entire year. He was then traded to the Jacksonville Jaguars, but he was reinstated yesterday. So that's a big-time addition, obviously, for the Jaguars. It's the right move. You got to let him play again. Let's go. What are we doing? So I'm going big deal. Calvin Ridley reinstated. Big deal or not a big deal? Matt Barnes, former NBA player, he says that LeBron should have a statue outside of Crypto.com Arena in Los Angeles after he retires. This is not a big deal. Matt, slow down a little bit. LeBron, this year, is going to complete his fifth year with the Lakers. Yes, he won a championship in 2020. But also, yes, he's going to miss the playoffs three out of five years that he's with the Lakers. I'm sorry. You're not building a statue for LeBron James in LA. LeBron's LeBron's not even top five players in Laker history. He may not even be top 10 players. In, now I'm not talking about overall. Come on, don't be stupid. I'm talking in Laker history. There are so many Lakers that you put ahead of LeBron James as far as Laker greats. Five years in LA. He's going to miss the playoffs for a third time. You're not getting a statue. Don't be stupid. Not a big deal. Finally, big deal or not a big deal. Next month, WrestleMania, April 1, April 2, out in Los Angeles. Well, ESPN, they have tapped Daniel Cormier, UFC great, to lead their WrestleMania coverage next month in Los Angeles. Cormier, of course, he was involved in WrestleMania. I think it was at SummerSlam. He was a special referee. Cormier is a big-time WWE fan. I like it. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm glad ESPN is going to be paying some attention there to what's going on with WWE. So that right there, of course, I'm going to give it a big deal. And that is another edition of Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. Speaking of which, last night it dropped Zazlo Show 2.0. It's still real to me. Make sure you check out the AEW Revolution Reaction Show that we recorded and dropped last night. It's still real to me every weekend but last night we did a special reaction show so make sure that you want to check that out all right so tonight we're feeling good about the heat from last night the panthers have to have this game this evening this is a big one tonight against the best team in the western conference the vegas knights come on now let's go it's a big one here tonight can we start the show tomorrow with the panthers inching closer staying alive in the wild card playoff race in the National Hockey League. I, I can't tell the future. We'll have to watch it and find out. Great job by everybody putting together the show today. Y'all were wonderful. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Saslo Show 2.0. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie And right now, 
You got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. You know, when my wife and I became homeowners, I mean, keeping the Zaslow Mansion safe, that's not an easy task unless you call Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your home, your motorcycle, your car, your boat, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, their team has the expertise and experience to find the right coverage for you, including comprehensive policies for both trailers and motorhomes. Let their team help you learn more about your policy options so you can make an informed decision that's not going to keep you up at night. Bruntinsurance.com. When it comes to home, renters, and condo insurance, your options, hey, it, it, it can be dizzying. Don't worry, they specialize in making the confusing crystal clear with their fully licensed team helping you along every step of the way. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204.